Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I'm so excited, guys. Welcome, welcome back to the Divine Goddess Revolution. I'm your host, Melaine Lee, and the person I have today is my dear friend, Jessica Lamore, and she is someone I absolutely adore. We traveled in Milan together. I worked with her for a little bit, and now we're just really amazing friends and running buddies in this entrepreneur world. It's so great to have a sister, a friend, a partner that I can lean on, and I'm just so excited for her to share her wisdom, and her amazingness with you. Now, you can find out more about Jessica at her website, which is in the show notes. So you could just go there. And just to tell you a little bit about her, she is an amazing sales strategist. She really helps you get clear on what your goals are, create a strategy that allows you to attain those goals, and to set up funnels and different structures so that you're really playing more and working less. It's quite awesome. So she has some amazing things that she's going to be bringing up today that support her in being super successful and having months of $80,000, $100,000, $150,000 in, you know, revenue and also allow her to be able to travel the world and have a good time. So she's going to tell you some of those secret things that really support her in being able to thrive, not just survive. And here we go. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, Jessica. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Well, I know. I mean, I think all of our conversations should technically be recorded because we have some really (laughs) juicy (laughs) wisdom and insight that starts to flow. But I'm so excited that now we're actually recording it and then it can be official on my podcast. And I'm just so excited for you to share with the audience, your amazingness, because you just have so much good insight to what it really means to live a balanced, freedom-based lifestyle. But before I even go into that, what to you, because this podcast is called The Divine Goddess Revolution, what does goddess mean to you? Oh, I love that question. I think for me, it's about empowerment. And I think we use that word an awful lot in daily life and especially in the online world, you know, we're always saying we're so empowered, we're so empowered. But I think for me, that word is really about empowerment. It's about making the right decisions for you and making them fearlessly, not having to worry about what other people think, not worrying about being validated by other people's opinions, but really focusing on what makes you feel good, what aligns with your core values and what you can live by every single day and how you can do that. I love this idea of your definition of goddess, which is so beautiful because everyone has own definition. And I think that 
each person's definition really honors their truth in this really special, unique way, which is why I just love the word. Because I think for me, it's like it calls each woman forth to step into their highest. So kind of similar. So how would you incorporate that in your personal and in your professional life right now? I think for me, it's a lot about boundaries and it's about living, like you say, to that, that highest version. But being authentic, that for me, it's about embodying that authenticity and setting boundaries in your personal life around what actually does feel good to me. What will I accept and what won't I accept from the way that people treat me and that I treat others, the relationships that I have and the way that I nurture them. And then in my professional life, again, it's about those boundaries, which clients are going to light me up. How am I spending my days that are aligned with my core values? How am I balancing with work, with the life that I want to have? Am I actually living that? Am I living that authentically? Am I doing what I want to be doing? Or am I doing what social media tells me that I should want to be doing? You know, I think the two are very, very different. Mm. This is so juicy. I mean, we could dive into this so Mm. deeply, but let's touch on like a few things that you said. So one is about the boundaries, which is so, so, so important. I think that when we don't honor our boundaries, it's funny. A few years back, one of my really good friends said to me, you know, Melaine, it's really just about the question of where are you betraying yourself? Whoa. It was so... Right. It hit home so bad. I'm like, Mm -hmm. and so essentially, where was I not setting those boundaries? And in that moment, the boundary that I wasn't setting was I was telling an old flame that I could be friends with him, that it was cool for me. I was the cool girl. I could get along still. But in reality, I was betraying myself. And the boundary I needed to set was to not be in contact anymore and to ask him not to contact me. And that was Mm -hmm. a really hard boundary, but it was so honoring of that higher self, that goddess within me. So I love that you talk about boundaries. And I think that that's so important. And I've learned so much from you too in professional. And I'd love to just talk about this a little bit because I think being that divine goddess when you're in a business, when people can get quite rude or nasty and things or be super demanding of your time, how have you learned set boundaries as you're navigating through? What has been helpful for you to keep in mind? I think for me, when it comes to boundaries, it's around my core values. So when I'm looking Mm. at the boundaries in my business and what I encourage other people to do, what's in line with your core values? Minor integrity, honesty, value, having fun, those kinds of things. And so if something's outside of those things, they're outside the boundary. Somebody, if a client comes to me and they say, Jess, I know nothing about social media, but I want to be a social media manager and market my business that way tomorrow. That's outside my boundary because I don't work outside of integrity. So you start to encourage yourself to raise your standards, to look at what actually aligns with those things. And it's the same in your personal life. Are you having fun? Are you going out? Are you having date nights? Are you doing those things? Is your business allowing you to do that? And if it's not, you better change something quickly. Yeah. You talk about the core values because I think if you, that can be such a great compass for you to say, hmm, is this in alignment with, For instance, mine is integrity, family, love. And I'd also say another one really for me is living a freedom-based lifestyle. So like freedom. So Mm. if I'm finding that (laughs) I don't really have that much and I feel like I'm glued to 
my computer, which has yeah. kind of been cropping up a little lately. Now I get to reassess because I know you were the one that said this to me a couple of weeks ago, new level, new devil. As I'm up leveling, mm. I see how things can start to creep in again. And I'm like, okay, got to reset this boundary, got to reset this precedent. And mm-hmm. literally I'll send an email to my clients and say, hey, these are my office hours. Just like a professor says, these are my office hours. Mm-hmm. Don't expect exactly. me to reach out to you otherwise. But that's the thing. And I think there's also nothing wrong because I think the misconception is that as women, we are typically nurturers. We want people to feel Mm. good. We want to make people feel happy and healthy and fine all of the time. It also means that we can often say no to ourselves more than we say no to anybody else. And actually, when you are somebody who doesn't set boundaries in your personal life or your professional life, you teach the people around you that it's okay for them to have low standards and for them to set no boundaries. And then what you do is you actually create a generation of people who are burnt out and overwhelmed and who don't want to say no because they think it might hurt people. But in reality, setting the boundaries, setting the standard means that people can manage their expectations and they actually Mm. perform better in both areas. It's so, so, so true because you're really, I always say like, people don't know. People are fucking mind readers. You need to really communicate in any relationship that you're in. And then once you set them and you set the precedent and the context and those boundaries, then if people are crossing the line or disregarding them, then you get to decide whether or not you're a space for that person in your life anymore. Exactly. It's yeah, a and choice. I, yeah, it's like a choice. And I just always have loved your so and dry with it. You don't bring emotion into it, which I think is so powerful because again, as women, we can get take things mm. personally and get really emotional. And it's really good to keep the emotions out of it, especially in business because it's not personal. Yeah. But that's the thing. You know, I don't understand why people make it personal. It's really not. You get to make empowered decisions all day long in your life. You know, nobody's ever going to force you to say yes or to say no to anything. And that's not what I aim to do with things like my sales process. But you have to step up and weigh up the pros and cons just the same you would as if you were buying a new car when you're in your business, when you're in your personal life, and looking at what you want and actually standing for getting that. Totally. It's funny because just the other night we were watching Shark Tank, my partner and I, Mm. and... Barbara Cochran was in, you know, it's on Shark Tank. They kind of rotate the people that are on there or whatever. And I had met her once when I was living in New York. And she was really sweet and lovely when I met her in person, which you kind of would think she'd be a hard ass. (laughs) She's so tough on Shark Tank. (laughs) But such a cutthroat. But there was a girl on the show or a woman on the show the other day. And so funny that I just said girl, because what I'm about to tell you that her comment was, this woman was like really crying. And Barbara said, you cannot cry. I get that you're emotional and I get like what's coming up for you, but you really cannot cry because you won't be respected and honored in the way that you're supposed to be when you're in this world. You have, there's a time and a place for emotion. She's like, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to cry. I'm just telling you when and where to cry because people won't take you seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's funny how I just said girl. It was woman, but because of that behavior, I guess I'm probably conditioned to just say, well, little girl, it's like, I'm not making her wrong for it. And I'm not saying, because I know that there's a lot of women out there that are probably like, what? But it's not bad to be vulnerable, but there's a way to, I remember I did this similar to like a TEDx talk, something similar Mm -hmm. to that. We were kind of filming 
And I did this really vulnerable bit where I was talking about an experience in my life around when I was abusing drugs and things mm-hmm. like that. And it was very emotional for me, but I, my voice was still really solid and I had tears running down my face, but I wasn't doing that crying talk. Like it was like I was talking as I am now with you as a tear was running down my face. So it's like you could feel the vulnerability and the emotion without me having to get into this slobbery mess. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I think I think there's a big difference between being vulnerable. And I think we confuse this as women sometimes because we feel if we are not all out crying when we're talking about something that is emotional, that is making us feel vulnerable. We feel like we're being masculine. And I think there's a big difference Mm. between being feminine and being able to deliver something that has a purpose, i.e. a talk that talks about something emotional or a pitch or something that pushes you out of your comfort zone and makes you feel like you have emotions coming up and being masculine and embracing that side of you. And I think there is often a lot of confusion. And unfortunately for some people, they do need to learn to control that side of themselves because there is an appropriate place for it and your business isn't Mm. that. Even if you're Mm -hmm. running an online business, even if authenticity is encouraged, you don't want your audience to watch you basically falling apart over something that's fairly small because they need you to be strong. They need you to lead when they can't lead themselves. And that is not what that shows. It's so true. It's okay to be a mess and there's a time Mm. and a place for everything. And one of my dearest mentors always said to me, Melaine, bring the people the message, bring me the mess. Yeah, exactly. You can bring them the message and there's a way to translate that vulnerability and what's going on and those different things. But I was saying to someone the other day, like a few weeks ago, Ryan and I got in a a fight or whatever, and Mm. I was crying and over something so insignificant that I don't actually even remember what it was in what it, what it was in this moment. But the next morning I had a Facebook live and like my eyes were a little bit puffy and I could have like canceled or talked about the fight or whatever. Mm. Instead, I just, I really just showed up and I delivered and I didn't talk about that. That wasn't the point. So yeah, I just think exactly. that that's a really powerful message to release. I mean, listen, don't lie about what's going on behind the scenes. You don't have to share every single thing. The thing is, you've got to share what is the things that are going to provide a lesson to your audience, not the things Mm. that are just pimping out your pain for profit. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I have you in my course. (laughs) Pimping out your pain for profit. No, I mean, (laughs) but it's true, but it's really fucking true. You know, it's funny, Jess. I'm in the process of writing a book and Mm -hmm. this is like the third book I've sat down to write. And it's not that those other two are inadequate or wouldn't do well. I'm sure they would. And if I wanted to Mm -hmm. just push a book out, I would literally just start pimping that book to different publishers. But when I sat with it, I'm like, this message is not the way I want to be seen. And this isn't, this just isn't in alignment. It would almost be like pimping my pain for profit, you know? And I was just like, no, this isn't it yet. I know it's coming. This information had to flow out of me before the new stuff came through. So it's all good. But yeah, pimping your pain for profit. And there's not really a sustainable longevity of it either. And it's certainly not honoring of Mm. your true inner goddess, highest self. Exactly. Yeah, it just makes you a little more of a damsel in distress, which I really know a lot about because I used to play that role. (laughs) Hey, who didn't? (laughs) 
I think we've all done that. But I think, you know, the key thing is that, like you say, it's girl versus woman. Or not versus, but girl into woman. It changes things. And until you can accept the fact that you have the power to make your own choices and you get to take the action that helps you validate those choices, you're still a girl. That's how it is. You've got to learn to take responsibility for the actions and the consequences that you choose. Yeah, that radical responsibility is a powerful thing. Mm. Full ownership of your life. Full radical ownership of everything that's showing up because you're actually creating it all. So what would you say for you when it comes to both personal and professional, what are some like steps or I just like to make things tangible to help people out Mm. because maybe they're in a position where they're like, well, yeah, it's really great for you. Melaine and Jeff, they got it all together or they know how to do it. But for you, how, what does it look like to take full ownership or responsibility in both your personal and professional life? Full ownership means having the tough conversations. For me, it means, and not just with other people, you know, not sitting down and saying to your coach or your mastermind buddies, oh, this didn't work out for me. This is so tough for me to share or whatever the usual phrase is or going to your partner and saying, oh, I'm really annoyed that you did X, Y, Z. It's about having the tough conversations with yourself and looking at yourself and saying, okay, what did I do that could have led to this? What did I do that could have played a part in this outcome? And being able Mm. to have that conversation with yourself in the mirror and sometimes it's really hard to do nobody wants to sit there and say okay well actually I caused that fight because I was selfish or I didn't cause the direct outcome of getting no clients because I did the work but did I show up fully did I really implement everything I'd learned did I give it my all did I really pitch to the best of my ability and I think those are difficult because as humans we like to deflect we don't like to look introspectively at what we're doing and that's hard Mm. but You need to, in order to take responsibility, in order to set boundaries and make your life better. Ultimately, that is what you need to do. Yeah, so it's just that first step of just taking a look in the mirror and asking yourself, Mm. where in my life do I need to really step up? Where do I need to start taking responsibility where I might be negating or putting it on someone else or just simply like looking at where you're blaming others in your life? Exactly, Mm. because ultimately... You can't be responsible, you can't take responsibility for other people's reactions to your actions, but you must take responsibility for the things that you played a part in. Totally. Yeah, I always say like what other people think of me or how they respond is not my business, but how I show up is my business. So Mm -hmm. I get to show up the best that I can. And then however they show up is their jam, is what's what's going on with them. And I don't take it personal and I don't interpret it as there's something wrong or off with me. Although I will say something that if I'm getting a similar response again and again and again, then there is an opportunity to look and say, hmm, why am I creating the same response or the similar experience with different people? And then Mm -hmm. that's taking a different level of ownership to say, okay, How can I change what's occurring in this moment? Absolutely. You really can't be responsible for other people. But if it's something that is red flagging itself to you, you need to take a look and do some work. For sure. I mean, it's funny because I literally, before jumping on this fabulous convo with you, Jess, I was actually on the phone with another Jess, a friend Mm. of mine. Funnily enough. (laughs) Good name. Um, Good name. Good name. And she does a lot of enrollment calls for me we've really been expanding a lot so we have a lot of calls coming in and so she's been supporting me and she was saying to me you know 
been a few people that are really committed to this money conversation and it's been showing up a lot for her when she's on the phone with them. And so I was telling her how it could be a reflection of what's going on with her and that kind of thing. And we're just kind of navigating it through. But really at the end of the day, she like was telling me what she said to them. And I was like, wow, you're doing a really amazing fucking job. There's nothing I would have done differently. These people are just really committed to that story right now. And that's okay. We're going to let them go and do their thing. And when they're ready, they'll absolutely circle back. Most of them do. But at first, they like to be to their story. That's fine. Like, let it go. It's okay. We just let it go. Like, yeah, we just Mm -hmm. don't take that personal. It has nothing to do with you. If that's every, like, she walked them through a bunch of times and there's different things that she did. And I was, all right, sweet. You did the best you could. There's nothing else. It's not the right time. Don't take that personal. So something I've been asking all the experts, Jess, is what is a book that has really impacted you or that you'd suggest for the ladies out there to read? Oh, there are tons. I read a book a day. I read quite a lot. (laughs) The one that I would recommend specifically around this topic is probably Danielle Laporte's White Hot Truth. Mm -hmm. came out recently and has become one of my staples for rereading. And every time I read it, I get something new. And one of the quotes that really stands out for me from it is the fact that we have become overly tolerant because that's what we believe compassion is. You know, when I think Mm. about the way that I run my business and the way that I run it now versus the way I run it when I set up, where a lot of people are, when you're kind of listening to these kinds of things, you try and accommodate everyone. And as a woman, Mm. I think we do that as well. We try and accommodate everyone and make everyone happy. And the the person that loses out is ultimately us. And and that quote kind of sums it all up for me. So that would be the one that I would recommend to be on the reading list right now. I love that. And it's funny that quote, and I think you had mentioned it to me before and mm. I, from that particular book. And I had that book literally sitting on my shelf for a while until we had a chat about it. And I was, oh, got to really pick that up and get that going again. So I actually downloaded on audio and started listening to it. And it's just super profound. But I love that you brought this up around this whole idea with compassionate and being tolerant. And I also love how Danielle talks about the spiritual bypassing. And I think that something that I see a lot too is people saying like, well, let me pray on it and I'll get back to you. You actually know the answer in this moment. You actually don't need, I think that there is a time and place to pray on things for sure. But I think there's also times that people use it. It's like, yeah, it could be a good tool unless you're using it in a way that's manipulative for your ego's benefit. It's exactly that. Take responsibility for your decisions. Don't leave them up to someone or something else. So essentially, in a nutshell, people, just step into your power. Own who you are. (laughs) Shine your light really bright. And things will work out. I mean, no, these are really some cool little nuggets of gold that you dropped. And I think especially Jessica's super successful in what she does. And I'll let you share in a second what you do and where they can Mm. kind of find you. You know, I think it's so important for us to share these kind of basic principles and philosophies that are going on behind the scenes to understand that, yeah, you put the strategies and all those things in place, but there's also a lot of other work that you're doing personally, internally to really support you in being successful. So just tell them where they can find you if they wanted to work with you and just like a little bit about the work you do. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, I think the key thing to remember about me is that I'm all about empowered sales. I'm about simple and empowered sales that are done with integrity. And that's what I do all day long. If you are somebody who's looking to make money with integrity and to do it in an easy way, then I'm your girl or woman, mm. <laughs> depending on what kind of day I'm having. <laughs> Definitions from earlier. But, you know, if you want to, if there's anything that comes up or anything that you want to know from this conversation, obviously feel free to come and connect with me over on Facebook. I run the group Fabulous Female Entrepreneurs on Facebook. It's now renamed the Smart Leader Sales Society, but you can find it under Fabulous Female Entrepreneurs. You can pop in and ask any questions that you do have around sales and empowered sales and what that really means. Awesome. Yeah, and I encourage you guys to connect with her because she really does give away so much amazingness and a lot of really good content. And the funny thing is that you might think, hmm, why would she do that? Well, you know what? She's just someone that is really giving and generous and trusts that she will be taken care of fully. And to be honest, not a lot of people actually utilize the access Mm. that they have. It's like right there. It blows my mind. Like the information is right there for you to take, for people to take. And then they don't, you know, so it's like taking that full ownership. If you really want to own your life and create some epic results, connect with Jessica. The information she has is there. And then if you really want to take it to the next level, hire her. You know what I mean? Like that's really, (laughs) that's what I did. I did it. Exactly. Oh, Jess, well, I adore you. You know that. And I thank you so much for taking a little time out today to be with us and share some of your wisdom. Very welcome. It's been so much fun. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, you guys. And remember, I'm trying to make the biggest impact out there. And so I need your support. I need your help. Without you, none of this would be possible. So please like, share, make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast and make sure to share with all of your friends, family, sister goddesses that you know this would really resonate with. I guys, I love you so, so, so much. And thank you for being a part of my tribe. Mwah.